Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. For year two with the New England Patriots, and yesterday when we spoke with him, sounded like a guy who understood right where he is in his career, but certainly is not in a place where he's feeling like he's on the downward trend. In fact, the way he sounded, this is going to be a good year for him, and you're feeling pretty optimistic about him in his second year with the Patriots. So with that in mind, Key, as we're continuing to play this game of, you know, who are we sleeping on? Are we sleeping on the Patriots at all? We talk Bills a lot. Dolphins sound like a team that could yeah. be interesting in that division. AFC, we talk about a lot of the different teams. The Browns, obviously, uh, a team we're looking at to see what they can be. The Chiefs are always going to be the, the team we expect to do great things. But are the Patriots a team we might be sleeping on? I, I think people are sleeping on the Patriots they because spent a lot of money. Because of what took and transpired last year, took place and transpired both in Tampa Bay right. as well as in Foxborough. So yeah, we want to throw dirt on the Patriot way, didn't we? You 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 want to kick Belichick wise down yep. and praise Tom Brady wise on top. Rightfully so, is from a fan's perspective. You know they were always the villain team for a long twenty years, Evil basically. Empire. Yep. You know, and so when you look at it, it's like they're bad. They're this. They're that. Cam Newton's the problem. All of those sort of things. Because look, look at Brady. Oh my God, he's great. What if? Belichick would have left and Brady would have stayed in New England. New England wasn't going to no damn Super Bowl. They weren't going to the playoffs because the roster wasn't good. Belichick knew that. They had players opting out. Not all the players that opted out was frontline guys for them, but it was enough that it put pressure in a dent in their program. They went out and spent over $250 million to upgrade that. When was the last time you saw the New England Patriots spend that type of money never. in free Not, agency? Never. Because they had players. They had guys already on the team. They had the depth. They didn't have it a year ago. They didn't at all. When Willie McGinnis is and the Teddy Bruskies and the Lawyer Malloys and all of those Ty Laws and Troy Browns, they never went anywhere. They were long-term solutions in New England. So they didn't need to go out and spend the, the money. But you could argue because of the, the, some poor drafting that they were not able to replenish no one ever, the but, but But no one ever said that they have had great drafts. Right. They've struggled at times drafting players not, and developing the players that they drafted at the high level that you wanted them to do. Now, all of a sudden, they had to come and pay the bill. And the bill was paid last year by not making the playoffs and not winning the division. Mm -hmm. The bill is paid. The credit is good now. The credit is good now. We shall see. Again, are we sleeping on them? Are we sleeping on them? What teams are we sleeping on? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn J. Wills, we've been coming to you live from Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Alan Hahn here with Key. Let's go back to the calls. Corey's in Oregon. Hey, Corey. Hey, how you doing? Good. Who are we sleeping on, Corey? Hey, I was wondering about the Raiders. Oh boy, I think we're still sleeping. Not seeing, not not seeing much happening there. This could be. We was it yesterday, earlier this week? I think they were one of those those window teams, right, where the window's about to close. You think they're for the Raiders? The right? window never opened for them. Yeah, well, it was supposed to when Gruden got there. That was to kind of reset things and made man, that big trade. Y'all was bamboozled with that. Here we go with the y'all thing. Like you're putting me into that. I'm circle. just saying. It, it, Bamboozled, hundred million, great on television, quarterback camp. Love that show. All those sort of things, and and everybody felt like okay, yeah. Gruden is getting ready to turn still waiting, things around. Right, we're still you're waiting. Still waiting. I mean, if you want to win eight nine games a year, then there you go. What what are they missing? I just think that the development of the roster just hasn't really been there. You know, they didn't. They haven't done a 
great job of picking the players. Like they they just haven't done a great job at picking guys. What they is, reach what, they reach for way too many players. But what is Gruden like? Literally be? every single draft that they, I think every single draft, yeah, it's a reach. They've reached. Now Colton Miller is is done a solid job at the tackle spot. You know they did a solid mm-hmm. job. They took him out of UCLA a couple years ago. It was fine. But then when you look at some of the other guys, you're like, really? What's their identity? Exactly. Uh, to I me, that's know. the biggest issue. What are they? I mean, the Raiders. That's it. Well, I, I get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. Like, what when you think Raiders, what are you what are you expecting out of them? And that's the one thing Gruden, I don't think, has established with them is what is their identity? What are you going to get from them? Brandon's, More defense. Brandon's in Ohio. Brandon, what do you got? Who are we sleeping on? Hey, money. Hey, you know what? Hey, Columbia. Uh, Sleeping on uh, Andrew Berry, you know what I'm saying? And the sign is being clowny. Think he's going to turn that. Say, man, you got to call us back, dog. Yeah, yeah. Today, man. I, can't hear I, I know where Brandon's saying, going. Man. He's mentioned I can hear it here and there, but you're dropping out. He's trying to suggest that we're sleeping on the Browns. No. No way. The, Braves, the, the Browns. The Browns are getting a lot of praise yes. across the country for yeah. what they've been able to accomplish in the offseason and what they did the defense, last year. The addition of Yeah, uh, they got Clowney, Clowney this right. year. What is that? Clowney didn't didn't work out in Tennessee the way people thought. I thought he should have went back to Seattle, me personally, because I thought he played well enough to go back to Seattle, but for whatever reason, that didn't work out. Um, mm-hmm. He's on his third team in three years. It could work out opposite of Miles Garrett. They certainly have done a tremendous job in getting some players to upgrade their secondary. Uh, so I'm not sleeping on them. I think no. they'll win. I think they should win that division. Yeah. No. No. The Browns are a team that you know we wouldn't be surprised if they were in the Final Four. I would. I wouldn't be surprised. Conference I wouldn't be championship surprised at all. game. No. Not I at all. Be surprised. So not sleeping on them. Nate's in Sacramento. Nate. Yeah. How you doing? All right. Big fan of you guys. Thank you. Definitely sleeping on the New York Giants. Big blue. I think that's going to be the. Best division in football this year, hands down. I don't know about the best yeah. division in football, but I think the Giants is – they're, they're an unknown them? right now. Yeah. And they're an unknown and because what's the, the St. Clark Barkley is coming back off injury. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones has had the ups and the downs, his mixed bag of, of success in New York, um, a lot of turnovers. You, you don't really know what they are yet. You got to see them throughout the course of the season. They went out and got – some upgrades at the skill positions to kind of help Daniel Jones. It's all about Daniel Jones this year, though. It's all about Daniel Jones and Jason Garrett in that offense and what they can generate within the division. I think Joe Judge in his first year did a good job establishing something there. We talk about identity. He he did a good job with that team. I thought establishing something. I thought Graham did a good job with that defense, getting it better later in the year. Injuries have been an issue, but pretty, pretty clear. If Saquon Barkley can come back, and be anything like he was his first year, and that what he showed the potential of being, what a weapon he could be. Yeah, I, I think I, I that's think a they, team that could they be. They, they could job. do some things. I think they good, did a good job. They went out and got a Dory Jackson. Now, from are they going to be a agency? Are they a team you could see going like divisional round? Maybe. I mean, I don't know if they're a conf, like get to the NFC Championship game. Just make it to the playoffs, man. Get in the tournament. That's a good point. Just, Just get that. in the tournament. Yeah, that's important. Because you didn't see Minnesota beating the beating the New Orleans Saints, and you just see the Rams going into New Orleans and getting some help from the ref and winning. Oof. You just ne- get in the tournament. That's all. Zach's in Nashville. Who do you got for us, Zach? Who are we sleeping on? Yo, yo, fellas. How's y'all Friday doing? Good. What's happening, man? What's your, how your Friday doing? <laughs> Pretty good, man. But no, nah, man, but what about my uh, Denver Broncos, man, the Mile High City, man? The only time we get talked about is when A.A. Ron's getting yep. talk, get mentioned. And I know Drew, Drew Locke's got some more work to do, but 
we got uh I think we got the pretty pretty much the hardest division in and besides the NFC West and we got a lot of players coming back but we don't get much love unless Aaron's getting talked about or anything else. But what about my squad, man? I think you 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 got some interesting things going over there in Denver, right? You got a great defense, I believe. They went out and, and Von Miller's healthy. Chubb is there. He'll be healthy. Pat Sertain Jr., they just the third. Nice, they just drafted nice him. Yeah. Offensively, they got some studs at the skill positions. What do you think of Jerry Judy? He's a rookie. Now, I mean, he's a second-year guy. I didn't guy. ask you, is he a rookie? I asked you what you think of him. What can he be? An addition, a player. Right, so you're, you're clearly, by your expression and what you said there, you're not really impressed with him. I know he's got a hands oh, he's issue. He's cool. I mean, he's yeah, cool. But, but he's he's not, not, I'm yeah, not right. kicking down a door. Well, but, I mean, that's an important piece. Yeah, but if you can contribute – all you, everybody's not going to be a 90-catch, 1,300-yard receiver. Here's why I asked Just this. catch the ball and make plays when the opportunities present itself. I asked this because when you aren't secure at quarterback, which they aren't, right? Yeah. It would help to have a skill player that can make the quarterback better, sort of what you did in your career, right? I can make a guy who's an average quarterback, but I can make him better because of my skill. And that's why I ask you. Like, they don't really have that. No, uh, so, Sutton, if, if Sutton is healthy coming back off his ACL, I think they'll, you know, he could play. I like him a lot. Okay, you like um, him a lot more. Okay. DJ Hamlin's cool. Does what I say, did what I say make sense, though? Like, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Am, I re- am I saying it the right way about, about them? Because a team like that with a good defense. They got good tight ends. I mean, they got, they got a good – I think they like got a good instance, roster. Except Allen Robinson spot. can help Justin Fields – get through a rookie year, and that defense is good, and that's why the Bears have this potential. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Like, if, if, they didn't, if, they had, if they had, as you would say, sorry wide receivers on the Bears, you'd be more concerned about Justin Fields. But because well, they, they, got, got, they, got, they, got, they got Allen Robinson. Yeah, so they got a guy. But the Broncos, I, think the Broncos, I think the Broncos got a guy. I think they got a guy in Sutton. All right, interesting. I think so. All right. We'll see if he's healthy. Right. And that's, again, why if we're sleeping on him or not, we'll find out. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on that topic. I just but, don't know if I'm sold on Vic Fangio, though. Well, he's probably got a year or two to prove some things. So what would it take for Mac Jones to take over for Cam Newton? Would take something. What would it take? I don't know if we're believers in it, but we will discuss that coming up next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Cam Newton will live up to the expectations. This is why Bill Belichick went out and loaded the deck. I guess it's now time for me to, to uphold my end of the bargain, doing everything that I, I know I'm capable of doing. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yates, man, don't do it to him. I ain't ready for that. They take time for you. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn with Key, Key Vibin. Thanks to Yates, who's on the ones and twos this morning. Take me. And you were looking for little Marley. Mm. Eventually, we'll Ooh. get there. That right there, that, 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 as they say, that Joan right there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's the, that's the, hey, hey, that's hey, 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 that's where you get to you get to lean in a little bit on them. You know they ain't ready the smooth, for that. The smooth joint. Yeah, you man. ain't the you know. That's, that's, when, that's when that that's when that chocolate start dripping. That you know you ain't ready for that, man. <laughs> oh Ooh, my goodness, man. Hey, Come before on. we get to uh, again, Cam Newton joined us yesterday, and and I thought again, really compelling uh, conversation we had with him it was great stuff that he was revealing to us. It's one thing we want to get to in a minute, but there's a report. Uh, about Tom Brady, who played all of last season with a torn MCL, the medial collateral ligament, in his left knee. The report was from the Tampa <laughs> Bay Times. So he suffered the injury, actually, when he played for the Patriots, and it just got worse last year, according to the report. During the season, he was never uh, listed on the injury report, but he had surgery to repair it in late February uh, after, of course, leading the Bucks to the Super Bowl at the age of 43. How impressive. Let's just add it to the list. Yeah, check that box. Guy won a Super Bowl on a torn <laughs> Yeah, let's knee. add Let's add that to the list. So, if you won a Somewhere Super Joe Bowl. Somewhere Joe Namath is going, yeah, I've done that. If you, you, you won a Super Bowl on a little torn knee, little as I put it, then now you're healthy. Well, dear, what are you going to win yeah. now? Right? Well, you, that's are I you mean. going to win league MVP? Add that to Right? It's like. Enough, Brady. Man, enough, man. Like, give, let somebody else shine for a minute, man. Damn, Tom. But isn't it crazy? Like, he's that guy. We were just talking about yesterday, right? Federer going through his uh, knee injury, and we might be seeing the end of him. And, uh, you know, Serena, Tiger, like all these greats through the eras. And we said LeBron and, and Tom Brady still playing. Now, LeBron had an injury this year. It's the first time we've really seen LeBron start to physically break down, although his injury was a, a freak accident. Yeah, yeah, someone, yeah. You know, it was a yeah. Solomon Hill. But right, Brady didn't break ankle. down. He's still playing. Tom Brady had a torn knee, and he's like he won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And now he's coming back from it. And w- just seeing him the other night, uh, watching the ESPYs, he, he uh, accepted an award on a video. And I was looking at him. I was like, he looks like he's getting younger. He's Benjamin Button. <laughs> Honestly, like whatever he's doing. But he, but 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 Tom out here playing not fair though. He's not playing fair. How's that? Because he's taking everything from everybody. Leave the stories to somebody else. Like leave a story, one well, story, you are Tom. All time great. Uh, just leave one for somebody because you're taking them all. <laughs> Think about it. He that took the old guy goes yep. to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl. Now he just stole. Somebody else wanted that story of playing. All season long on the tour, MCL. Leave that one for somebody. It just it. I don't even know. Explain to people when you have a torn MCL, like what that would do to you. Like well, what's the it's it's. You, what does it, it limit you from? Cutting. It it it, it, it if you so have mobility. it partially torn, it flaps. It's like a little piece of the cartilage that's flapping. Yeah. Um, and it catches. Yep. And sometimes your knee catches if it's completely gone. 
then now the mobility and the stabilization in that knee isn't there. Mm-hmm. So for a quarterback, it you know depending on what leg it is, which it's is your left. plant leg or yeah, whatnot. Oh, yep. So it just depends on which one it is for you to be able to do your job effectively. Um, but it still hurts. It doesn't matter. The fact that he still did it, though, is crazy to me, though, right? I mean, it's just you, like – You had this same thing? I had one my senior year, my entire senior year, I partially torn MCL. I played my entire senior year with no problems at all. Did you wear a brace, nothing? Didn't didn't wear a brace. Had like a little fake little knee sleeve on, but uh-huh. with nothing. That was more Michael Jordan-ish <laughs> than it was anything. It didn't give me any stability. Every now and then it would catch. I went to the combine. I got all the medical checkouts and everything. They pulled the knee, twisted, nothing. I did all my drills, did everything. I didn't get surgery till after my third game in New York my rookie year because it, it, it tore a little bit more in practice. Aaron Glenn ran into me, right, and it yeah. just tore completely. And at that point, uh, they had to go in and clean it up and get it fixed up. And I missed, like, I think I missed one, I missed one game, and then we had a bye week. So I was able to come back about a week and a half and come back and was fine. Amazing. But again, I think the first game I came back, I even scored in that game because I pointed to my knee. I did some hot dog stuff. Did you? Mm-hmm. Always about yourself. Well, hey, man, what is it? What okay. else is it supposed to be about? <laughs> if it ain't about yourself, if then it ain't who's about, about you? No, no, yeah. I, I say the same thing. If you don't celebrate you, who's going to? Cam Newton has dealt with injuries throughout his career, certainly as well. We had him on yesterday, and he told us he's healthy. He feels great. He also admits that he knows, like for him. It's time for him to hold up his end of the bargain and be that quarterback that the Patriots need him to be. But, of course, there is somebody waiting in the wings already in New England with Mac Jones, and there's been a lot of debate about whether or not Mac Jones will be the starter at some point this season. But, Cam, you asked him about whether or not he knew the Patriots were going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I thought his answer was terrific. Come on, man, let's be honest. I'm, yeah, I've been playing this game long enough to know, like, that's the right pick. And I've said it numerous and numerous of times that, you know, what you're not going to get out of me as a disgruntled person, you know, mac and cheese is a person who is, ever since I've seen him, has came on into the locker room with the business approach, you know, doing the initiatives of, of, of learning his teammates, understanding that, you know, i got to raise my level of play you know, from the collegiate level to the professional level. And I'm here for him. And as well as he is here for me, just like, you know, Stidham, just like uh, Brian Hoyer. It's no different. You know, our, our job is to be the best player that we could possibly be for the New England Patriots. No matter what is asked of us, it's our job to be that. So uh, that's what it pretty much comes down to. So when, when, when Mac was picked, you know, there was no type of ill will feelings and there's still no ill will feelings. Because, you know, competition breeds out the best in everybody. He sounded like somebody that was aware, and this is so opposite of Aaron Rodgers, but he was aware of, like, well, look, I know where I am. Like, yeah, it's the they made the pick, but I know who I am. I'm not going to be disgruntled. I'm not going to cause trouble. I'm going to help him out. But give me a translation, though, because we all know that you guys say things publicly that sound great. Like, I thought this was great. Well, but what are you really thinking? What are you What are you reading out of? If you could dive into his mind, what is he really thinking about this? Coach Belichick told me that we was gonna take a quarterback, possibly if there's one that's there. Um, I don't have any problems with that. Mac and cheese gonna be in the refrigerator for a couple, you know, for a minute. So he and I'm willing this. and I'm willing to help him out, and but he ain't beating me out. So the fact that that keeps coming up. He's not – I get it. 
Jared Stenham, Brian Hoyer, Mac Jones, from college to the pros, you got to raise your level of play. I'm here to help him. It's a quarterback room. But in the end, he's not beating me out. It is his team. It's the right pick. It will eventually be his team. But this year, in these next 17 weeks of football season, unless I get hurt, he won't be on the field because I have grasp of the offense more now. I'm healthy. My diet has changed. I'm slim. I know what Boogie is, as he said yesterday. So all he's he's saying is Mac Jones will eventually be the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots, but it won't be this season. That's all he's saying. That's, That's simple. He will eventually be the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots, it just won't be this season. Right, not now. Not now. Yeah. Not That's now. That's why I followed up Competition that. is great. I love it. It pushes me. I'm focused more now. That's all he's saying. <laughs> That's why I followed up with that question about competition. I asked, do you see him as competition? And he just said, I see everybody as competition, which is a way of saying. Yeah, I see you guys as competition. Which is a way of saying no. That was a way of saying no. Because if well, you're going to put that on the level of year, everybody in my life as competition, then you're telling me, no, I don't see him as a – maybe not competition. As, I don't see him as a threat. Look, this team is about – this, tells this, me he's this, confident. This organization, as far as quarterback go, Mac Jones is the quarterback of the future. future. Right. Not today. They didn't draft him to start today. They drafted him to start beyond today. This is not – Cam Newton's final year with the New England Patriots, unless he plays like he played last year. If he leads them into the playoffs or something and they win the division, and all, he'll be back again next year. He'll be back again in 2022. Why didn't Aaron Rodgers have the same take? Because the communication. Simply that? Man, you got to communicate with people, man. You can't just all of a sudden come in and, and do stuff without – communicate but cam made it sound like respect cam's answer to that question though at the very beginning was come on man like like i know what's because he's aware like i'm late in my career i understand what they're doing but aaron Rodgers was not late like that in his career where you don't communicate with him it's it's simple hey aaron we're gonna i think we're gonna you know we like this kid we're thinking about taking him don't worry we're gonna you know well, the way it looks is that, and I looked at that draft a couple of times, is that they probably had some wide receivers targeted. They weren't available at that point. So it became, all right, well, let's get a it's quarterback. Called, it's called communication. Bill Belichick is one of the best communicators in the business. It's simple. Dude, I used to have to sit in a room with Bill for an hour and a half watching damn two-minute drills of like five plays so that I could understand what potentially could happen when I went on defense in a two-minute drill. Mm-hmm. They got like five plays. They're running the same damn five plays, but I seen the same thing yesterday. Attention to detail, communicating with me, letting me know the importance of me playing defense and what could potentially happen. It's all those sort of things with great coaches and great front offices and organizations. The lack of communication with Aaron Rodgers, is, it baffles everybody that's played in the league. Because when you are a star player, you just – it's simple. Bill has a conversation. He say, look, I think, I, you know, if there's a guy there, we may take a quarterback, Cam. You know, we want to sign you back, but we may take a guy. That's all you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And then Cam is very self-aware that, okay, I played bad last year. Most likely they are going to take a quarterback. Yeah, he looked at it more in a reasonable way. But the communi- communication part of it that you explained but is he ain't obviously worried. the he ain't, and, and he ain't dismissive of yep. Mac Jones or nothing like that. 
No, no, the answers were great. But he's not worried about Mac Jones. That's like my, that's everybody else is. He doesn't see it as like a threat, and that's the most important part. But how is the Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers situations different? We'll ask a former Patriot after SportsCenter. SportsCenter right now. So we have the Open Championships. Louis Oosthuizen has a one-shot lead in the first round of the Open. That'd be the British Open, key. His 64 is the, his lowest round in a major in his career. The 10th player to record a 64 or better in the opening round at the Open Championship. The first since Phil Mickelson did it in 2016. By the way, none of the previous nine players to do it went on to win. COVID-19 is back in our lives and causing issues in multiple sports. Aaron Judge among six Yankees to test positive for COVID-19. Thursday's Yankees-Red Sox game postponed. The Yankees have three positives with three tests still pending, according to GM Brian Cashman. And USA Basketball, Bradley Beal, placed in the protocol Wednesday, ruled out of the Olympics on Thursday. Jeremy Grant also placed into protocol out of caution, though Coach Greg Popovich has expressed optimism that the fold should be able to remain with the team. Richard Sherman to be released from jail without bail with several conditions. He was ordered to not drink alcohol or do drugs and is not allowed to have contact with his father-in-law as part of his conditions to be released. Sherman also not allowed to possess a weapon. Uh, He did not appear before a judge in Thursday's hearing, but was represented by his attorney and released without bail after prosecutors had requested a bail set for $10,000. SportsCenter brought to you by Mako. With Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. If life throws you uh uh-ohs, just say better get Mako and head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Ah, there it is. Feel all right. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Man. Alan Hahn with Key. Bob Marley with us as well. <laughs> and we go to the Goodyear Hotline. Rob Ninkovich joining us this morning. ESPN NFL analyst and, of course, two, two-time Super Bowl champion. Good morning, Rob. You got us? What's up? Yep, got you, got you. All right, oh, you've been hiding that, man. Did you did you happen to hear <laughs> uh, Cam Newton's comments? And we just actually played a little bit uh, coming back in, where he talked about for him this year in New England, it's put up or shut up time. What do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that he is saying all the right things, and and that's basically what a patriot does. You you don't go out and you don't make any headlines and. I think it's put up or shut up for pretty much 32 other teams. And, and right now, going into training camp, you got to go out there and you got to perform. And Cam knows that. He understands the business. He understands performance. And, you know, I'm sure he's not happy with how everyone has judged him on his most recent performance of last year. So for me, um, you know, he's definitely ha- has to have that mindset of it's I either got to go out there and I got to play great football or I can't say much. Rob, what do you make of the Patriots' revamp roster? You know, obviously players opted out last year. They didn't have a whole lot of depth. They went out and spent over $250 million acquiring players, drafting guys, you name it, to make a run. 
at the AFC East and make a deep run into the playoffs? I mean, they had to, they had to do it. They had to spend the money and they had to go out and get talent. They had to look at their offense and say, look, we don't have an identity anymore. We don't have any receivers that can get open. Um, you know, they struggled pretty much the whole season to get anything established. So for me, when you look at the offense, they went out, they go get two tight ends. Offensive line, you know, they get a couple big pieces that I think, you know, are, are really going to help them this year. Um, you go and you, you sign back David Andrews, your center, who can really control that front. You have a really – for me, I think that they're going to kind of go back in time and they're going to start running the football and, and going back to that that old-school pound-the-ball mentality because a lot of defenses now are built just basically on coverage. Um, and, you know, Bill, he's always trying to outthink and outsmart everybody. What, what can I do right now to kind of go back in time and, and help my quarterback out and, and help the team? And when you think about the defense especially, I, I think that they have a chance to be a top-five defense this year with, the, with just their – the names on the roster right now. Now I know they have to go perform, but they're pretty stacked right now across the board. So for me, I think that they have a great shot of being division champions this year. Now they just got to go and do it. On paper, they look great, um, and, but we all know that uh, you know paper doesn't mean anything until you go out there and execute and make plays. So um, they've given themselves a great shot to get back to where they, they've been for a long time. So you're thinking more like the early Tom Brady, Patriots, Super Bowl-type teams where it was heavy defense and the quarterback wasn't asked to do a whole lot, just didn't – don't screw it up. Exactly. And, look, Keyshawn, you know this more than anybody when you're around Bill. What's he talk about? He'll pound his – you know, he sits at a podium and he pounds the podium – Take care of the football. Take care of the football. Turnovers. Don't give it back to them. And, and look, more teams lose games than win them. And I'll explain it this way. You watch a situation two minutes before the half, end of the game situations, teams screw up a play, and guess what? They lose the game. They lose by three points, by a field goal, which they should have had before the half. Um, or they fumble the ball away, or they throw the ball away, and you know interceptions. All those things are, are losing football. And if you touch the football, I don't care if you throw it, if you run with it, if you catch it, if you snap it, the whole fate of the team relies on your in, in your hands. So um, I, I think that they really want to control the game time of possession-wise. And how do you do that? Long possessions. How do you have long possessions? Running the football, controlling down and distances, controlling situations. Their defense is going to get the ball back for you. So when you have more touches offensively and you can control the ball, it gives the other team less opportunity to score. So it's basic football, old school football. Look, they're going to control the clock, run the football. We got two tight ends now. We're going to have a lot of two tight end sets, play action pass, a lot of like things that they did when Tom was young and now they're going to have a young quarterback. Um, so you're, you're, you're installing things for let's get a guy in here, Mac Jones, Cam Newton even is going to benefit from having a great running game. You look at any team when they're one-dimensional, look at the Steelers last year. They became a one-dimensional team, and what happened? They fell apart. So you have to have good balance, and I think that, that Bill especially understands that. Rob Ninkovich joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. You mentioned Mac Jones, uh, and, and you know Cam, I thought, gave a great answer about how you know, he doesn't see it. You know, he, he knew they were going to draft him. It's fine. You know, he's not going to be disgruntled. 
He looks at everybody as competition. All the answers were the right answers. It's a little different than, I think, the way Aaron Rodgers reacted to the Packers drafting Jordan Love. Key explained that, well, because Cam, they communicated with Cam. They let him know this is what they're doing, whereas Aaron, they didn't. Is that the only difference between the two situations with Cam and Aaron Rodgers in, in your mind? Well, I mean, if Cam Newton had been at an MVP level last year, I, I doubt that they'd go with number 15. I doubt that he's under a one-year contract. I think that he'd be under a longer contract if he was throwing the football like Aaron Rodgers throws the football. So I think that's you know two comparisons that you really can't compare. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and he can beat you from the pocket. You know, Cam, we saw last year, struggled in certain situations throwing the football. So at the end of the day, you pay your quarterback to throw. I mean, handing the ball off, anybody, you can get a guy off the street to hand the ball off. It's hard to throw the football. So, um, you know, for me, I think that the Green Bay situation is, I, I, I kind of compare it to a long relationship. And, and I know a lot of people have been in relationships. They understand this. But, you know, after a few time somebody messes up the first time i'm sorry okay they take you back the second time look i will never happen again and eh, they take you back the third time you know this other person's like uh, i don't know i can't trust i'm done i'm done with this like i've been told different things and things haven't been any different and things aren't changing so it's almost like the more that you you have a scar the more scars you have the less you trust and and then you start saying look i'm done i just don't want to do this anymore I want out, and, and I think everyone can can see that Aaron Rodgers at, right now is at a point where he's like, I just don't, I'm I'm done with it. And I think having them draft a first round quarterback after he's Aaron Rodgers and not having issues that you'd say like, oh, they need a quarterback, you know. And then probably I'm sure there's personnel things that have happened that that he wasn't happy about, and guys that have left or been cut or they didn't want to pay. Um, and they give, give other people money. I'm sure that all those things are a factor. And now he's at a point where he's like, look, I just want to go somewhere else. And he sees Tom Brady go somewhere else with a stacked team and win a Super Bowl. So he knows he can do it. I mean, he knows he has the talent to do it. I think that at a certain point, he's just looking at it as, look, I'm, I'm wasting time here. I need to go and I need to try and do something else. And it just doesn't seem like the two can come together. It just doesn't seem like that's going to happen. It seems like there's too many scars there. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that, that Brady example, I think, is also something that added to this whole thing. Speaking of Brady, what, what do you make of uh, – are you surprised or not of the news that he played all of last season and won a Super Bowl with a torn MCL? No, I mean, the guy's, the guy's nuts. He loves football, and he's going to go out there and he's going to play unless he can't. Like, physically, if there's a ligament that literally he won't be able to throw the football, then that's something that would affect him throwing the football. But if it's something he could throw a brace on or let Alex get, get, get in there and, and rub it and put a tape job on it and throw <laughs> a brace over it, I mean, it's not like he's scrambling for first downs anyway. Um, so the MCL, it doesn't surprise me that he would play with an MCL. There's... Tons of guys that, I mean, I'm not minimizing it, but there, there's a lot of guys that play with an MCL injury. There's a lot of guys they throw a, a Don Joy brace on and, and they tape it. They give you an MCL tape job and you go play football. So um, he's not the, the only guy out there playing with <laughs> some type of li ligament damage going on. There's guys on every position that are playing with injuries. But it's Tom, Rob. Come on, we got to <laughs> right. check that box. Right. It's add to the legend. I mean, That's listen, all it is. Tom is... Tom is 
Thomas, he's, like I said, he's one of the toughest guys. When you play a long time in the NFL, when you play 10-plus, Tom's in his 20-plus, you got to be tough and you got to have something a little bit off. You know, you got to be a little twisted. So I I think that Tom, uh, maybe it's his masochist, you know, mindset of like, I'll play no matter what. I'll fight through anything. I'm, I'm a tough guy. And he is, I mean, look, he's a tough guy. I've seen him play through a lot of pain. And uh, he's, uh, again, many other examples of why everyone looks up to him is, is one of them is just you play through pain. There's a lot, of, lot more to that list as well. Mm-hmm. Rob, we appreciate you. Thanks for the insights. All right, Rob. All right, guys. Okay. Yep, take Rob, care. Thank you, bitch. On the Goodyear hotline, so he says the Don Joy brace, and that always brings back terrible memories, those gigantic braces, the worst. Why one former Packer – expects Aaron Rodgers to actually be back this season. Will we get Keyshawn to flip-flop? We'll find out after he has this from Rumble On. Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? There's no need to keep putting it off because RumbleOn.com makes selling easy. You have a cash offer in minutes and a free pickup, no problem for your Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, Trade it in or sell it. Rumble On will pay cash no matter what they make or the model is. So we will see if you rumble on and they can do it for you if you visit rumbleon.com. Fast bikes and even faster cash. Will Aaron Rodgers make moves to join the Packers at training camp? Making moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. On you. JG. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. That's a bone. Johnny Gill. Oh, man. What Yates doing, man? Yates, you hurting him. It's a Friday. Yes, it is. A- somebody somebody People need to understand this era. Like, I need people to understand this era more. It ain't ready for this, man. It's just too much for him, man. We, but ooh. this is, I say this song is perfect for fans. Everybody loves them. Right? It's Tell easy me. to be a fan when things are going well. But can you stand the rain? Can you live through losing seasons? People don't do that anymore. They just jump around from team to team. Why do I feel like I just got my heart broken? <laughs> well, no. See, Pat, this is perfect for you as an Eagles fan. 
All right, keep it moving. No, no, no. It's just Eagles fan. Eagles fan. Eagles fan. Sixers fan. What's the Flyers? No, it's Flyers. The, yeah, yeah, Flyers. Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies. All but, that. I mean, you've had, you know, you've had good years, but when you have bad years, can you stand the rain? Can you get through them? And no one knows this better than me. <laughs> I was going to say you're a Knicks what, fan. Are you so. kidding me? Why does it feel like I'm watching a video while it's raining and I'm looking out the window and I'm just doing like this? <laughs> oh, oh. Wearing, wearing all white. All white. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. Them groups, them R&B groups, oh, It just was a different era. Like, there's nothing like it before or after. Like, what if it could come back? Like, where did it go? It just stopped. Can you? And probably also spinoffs. Like, wait, this whole segment's going to go. Spinoffs. What New Edition became and everything that came from New Edition won't be perfect. You know how many times I've seen them in concert, man? Really? I've probably seen them in concert a hundred times. Seriously. Maybe not a hundred, probably about 50 at least. Like Johnny Gill went solo. Every, I've seen Ralph them all. I've, I've, I've seen them all. Solo. I've seen them all. Bobby Brown obviously had a great I've seen, solo act. I've seen Bobby. I've seen New Edition. Bell Bib DeVoe. Bell Bib DeVoe. Poison. I've seen it all. All of them. I've seen it multiple that, times. Boys to Men. like kind Multiple of times. That, multiple just, times. Think about that for a minute. That's just that. Tremendous. You know, that's when that voice kick in, though, Yates. Say, man. Uh, say, man. I just want to say, know, I just want to. Uh, you now tuned in. You, know, hey, you want to uh, go to the movies later on? Oh, tonight? man. How do I transition into this Aaron Rodgers conversation? I don't know. Because the Packers can the Packers stand can the, the rain? Can the Packers stand rain, the rain? Man. Can they stand the rain? Or, or can they, as an R&B song, can they make up in the end? Because this is going back and forth now. You have flip-flopped even a couple of times on this. And now we well, get another Adam voice keep, Adam keeps confusing me. Well, okay, so <laughs> he keeps confusing me? Yes, because I believe in Adam. Adam's the best in the business. And his little words that he says Adam sometimes. Adam Schefter. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah Adam just, Schefter. Yeah. Letting uh, everybody listening know who, you, who Adam is in your life. Yeah, Adam Schefter. And, and so, as I told Adam yesterday on NFL Live, I said, man, you keep making me conflicted because every time I hear you from day to day, you say something that make me go, yeah, he ain't coming back. Then eight hours later, you right. say something, and I go, yeah, he's coming back. Right. Over the weekend uh, in the match, uh, he did talk about uh, – or after the match, and then, then he was in uh, Tahoe um, at the American Century Championship and basically just said he's going to figure things out in a couple of weeks which we know training camp begins in a couple of weeks. So, by the way, some people who were with Aaron Rodgers includes his former teammate, A.J. Hawk. And A.J. Hawk made it clear that I've spent some time with Aaron recently, and he was on the Pat McAfee show. And on said show, he said, quote, What have I said from the start? I said I don't see him playing anywhere else. That's what I said, right? I don't see Green Bay trading him. I don't see that happening. I don't know how it has to work, but yeah, I still feel like he's going to be in Green Bay, end quote. And Adam Schefter, as you, uh, you talked about it yesterday, was sort of you know in that same place where he's not happy with things at Green Bay, loves the coach, but... loves the teammates, fans, all that stuff. So it, he is yet to come out and say, I don't want to be there. He's yet to say that. He just hasn't been there. For, for all the, the offseason stuff. But that doesn't mean he's not going to be there for training camp, Key. And Hawk, who just spent a week with him, who knows him really well, has been consistent in saying, 
He's coming back. There's nowhere else he's going to go. They're not trading him, and I don't see him sitting out. So are you going to flip-flop again? No. Where are you at now? Just sit on the fence and wait? No, I, it's I don't. It's hard to really call no, this No, I'm back to where I was yesterday at the end of the show. I don't think that he's going to play. So he's just going to sit out? I think he's just going to. I think he's just going to sit tight. Now you're normally pretty plugged in. Like you, you hear stuff. Your ears to the to the rail a lot. And you still, you have nothing on this. You have no intel. None wow. as far as shocking. I just don't see. I don't see how you can get along with the people in the building. They're not going anywhere. The coaches aren't going anywhere. The front office, they're not going and anywhere. you got to see them every and day. And i got to see them every day. There's got to be a compromise. There has to be something, but I just don't so know. So what you going to tell them? Don't come to the building? <laughs> yeah. No, no, not come to the building. I don't come out on the field when I'm out there. Just stay out of my way. Let me take care of business. That's we'll not going to work. That's out. not a compromise. It's, look, if I'm them, if I get you back Can on the field. Can you stand the rain?